Welcome back to the Foreign Object. I'm your host, the New Age Rudo, alongside my co-host Walk with Geo on Twitter. We're back. It's been two weeks of a break that we've taken because of the holidays. I hope everybody had a great holiday. Um and yeah, we're here again. In twenty twenty. Twenty twenty. And we're excited for the new year, I guess. And a new year, new us. New year, new us. Because we haven't watched WWE all year. I mean, it's only yeah, no. seven days in. <clears throat> but Well, we haven't watched WWE since the last um, episode of The Foreign Object. That's true. So you're probably wondering what are we going to talk about if you didn't listen to the last podcast. But this is what we're going to talk about. New Japan, Wrestle Kingdom 14. A two-night spectacular, which I thought at first was crazy, but I think, um, like, looking back at it, I think it's a smart idea. Yeah, it was good. It, it felt really well-paced. Um, I think it's it seemed crazy because of the length of Wrestle Kingdom. Usually, you're up until, what, four in the morning? Well, at least for us on, on the West Coast. Right. But if you're on the East Coast, you probably don't even sleep um, if you're watching live and all the way through. But, yeah, it felt if it kind of made sense because you take a lot of the tag team matches that they do, put them on the night before, and you still mix in some of those big matches like uh, the IC title match and the heavyweight title match. Right. U.S. title match. The U.S. title match. You still get those in there. But then the second night, you don't have those tag team matches again. Right. Um, And it never felt like there was a moment where it's like, oh, this doesn't really matter. Um, At least for me, that's how I felt. Everything kind of... It just made sense for two nights. Um, A lot of people were saying, oh... People would be complaining if uh, WWE did two nights of WrestleMania. We kind of do get two nights of WrestleMania. We get well, we get more uh, because if you include the Hall of Fame ceremony, but yeah, you get Takeover, you get Mania, and then you get to Raw after Mania, which is exactly what we got with Wrestle Kingdom. You get night one, night two, and then you get uh, New Year Dash. Right. So yeah, it's really similar. And really uh, similar, um, but it felt like, I mean, I feel like. WWE when they do WrestleMania weekend, there's a lot of stuff they could probably cut out. Yeah, or not, maybe like I I feel like with that the cutting out of stuff, that's kind of what Wrestle Kingdom moved to their first night was would be stuff that you would think like yeah maybe you could cut this out, but because it was a two nighter, you didn't feel like that anymore. You didn't feel like it it should be cut out for any reason. Yeah, um, the two nights felt made everything feel like like yeah this is okay to go on right now like i don't feel like i want this match to go by quick or whatever yeah um so yeah overall i think that there were all three shows were great um the night one night one started off with justin thunder liger's uh second to last match and um I think the entrances might have been longer than the actual match. Yeah, um, man. Um, match was eight minutes and 52 seconds long, almost nine minutes. Yeah. Um, and you had 10 entrances. 
Yeah. Because you had a representative for each um, team. Yeah. And then you had four superstars from each team. Yeah. Um, so it really went on a long time. And that ramp is fucking huge. Yeah. Um, but it, it was kind of weird to watch Justin Liger's match and like think, okay, this is like the prelude to him being over. Yeah. It was kind of weird. It was, uh, it's interesting because you would think, um, it would just be, all right, let's just give him his last match on night two. Because that, I mean, it probably wouldn't feel as important if you give him two night two matches in, in, within the whole grand scheme of things, but it it didn't. I don't know. It didn't no, hurt it, the second match. In a way, both matches were like so completely different. Even though they're both tag matches, but they're so different. Where this one was kind of like, okay, I'm gonna go out with people who I've been in feuds with. Yeah, and these are guys that I know really well. Yeah, and have a connection to the character of Jushin Thunder Liger for whatever reason. They've had feuds or whatever mm-hmm. matches, and so that felt very different from what happened on night two, which was he's teaming with someone that he's familiar with. Yeah, versus two younger guys. Yeah, one felt kind of like an ode to his career, which yeah. was night one, and then night two kind of felt more of a passing. Of the torch, right? I I don't know if that's exactly what it was because, I mean, to me it 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 made sense. You have the king of the super juniors passing the torch to the current champion, uh, current super junior champion. So yeah, I mean that's just how we interpret it as Americans who are not completely aware of everything in New Japan or in Japan yeah. history. But um, from that outsider's perspective, it all felt good and it felt right yeah interesting enough the the match on night one with all those legends i just because i had never seen a lot of them or almost none of them wrestle right so i was like okay these guys are old what's this match gonna look like strange enough they all you know they all were able to still go um commentary said some of them are still active in the in the indie scene in japan so that was just crazy because you see legends in in the states that come back for matches and they're not all that great no we were like oh i think the difference is that these guys were kind of playing to their strengths they knew what they can't do like they're not gonna try to do something you know outrageous it was an entertaining match and it was good yeah but they're not gonna try to do like, like Taker is trying to still do a jump outside of the ring, or Goldberg trying to lift up someone heavier than him, yeah. or whatever. But I, I don't remember who it was, but a few of them went up yeah. to the top rope and did like suicide dives. So, um, I also think the cultural difference and the discipline that people have in Japan. I think, uh, like personal health, or like just one's health is a everyday thing to like kind of take care of in Japan. I I feel like, I don't know, just discipline is a heavy role in 
what goes on in Japan. So I feel like that's why maybe these older guys could still go because they they don't just get old and sit around. Right. You know, I mean, just to put it in perspective, like, (laughs) yeah, just to put it in perspective, like Jushin Liger is a year older than the undertaker. Yeah. But if you were to play someone a clip of Jushin Liger's last match and undertaker's most recent match, yeah, people, and not just because of mask, but people would probably think, Oh, undertaker's way older than this guy. Um, I, I don't know. I don't know what it is. Maybe it's a cultural thing or um, I don't know. I man. think it is a cultural thing. I think, I, I mean, just just a little look into like our culture, I guess. You look at our grandparents being from Mexico and they don't compare to like the people in the U.S., U.S. old people yeah. at that age would just be at home watching Jeopardy or something. And our grandparents <laughs> yeah. at their age... um they're still every day you know going out yeah going through the motions of yeah like of what they used to do yeah exactly like nothing has changed right so i I think that's a very similar thing with uh people around the world that the u.s just doesn't have that discipline of i think i think we're just to top it off we're just very lazy yeah we we don't have the same help self-care that a lot of people do yeah and i think especially in the american wrestling industry because i think if you look at it same thing with in mexico yeah mexico's you have a lot of older wrestlers, wrestlers yeah a lot of them are, are are way older than you would expect but they go out there and they climb to the top rope jump outside to the ring to not get caught by a young guy because he doesn't want to catch yeah. you know whoever <laughs> and then you look at someone in america who's maybe the same age or younger or older and they look horrible out there. Yeah. In comparison. Yeah. I don't know. But that match was pretty good. Um, what else? Night one. We have the um, tag team match. Suzuki Goon. Uh, I feel like a night one really helped. Other than like the title matches. The, ta- the tag matches that had no... Um, like championships are involved or anything. They really felt like a last kind of note of the story t- for what to expect the next night. Cause he had yeah. like Suzuki goon versus Los Ingobernables, which gives into the story of Sonata and Zack Sabre jr. You have like yeah. chaos and, um, the bullet club, which plays into the story of Goto and Kenta. So it, it was like a, yeah, it was like a go home show, to, but it's already the show. It's like go home matches. Yeah. I don't know. That that's just how it felt to me. But it and it still didn't take away from that night. I feel yeah. Like. I don't know. Maybe that's our outsider perspective because we're not. So I think a lot of a lot of people that probably watch Wrestle Kingdom don't watch New Japan closely enough to know what the storylines are. So maybe night one was to fill in all the outsiders. Yeah. On what's going on. Um, so I, I wonder what the perspective of someone that watches closely to New Japan's product feels about what you just said. Like kind of night one being the go home to night two. Right. Um, but yeah, I agree with what you said. Um, yeah. So Zack Sabre did a submission like always. 
I, I don't see the hype around Zack Sabre Jr. Um, I still can't find his father. <laughs> right, yeah. But, if you know where Zack Sabre Sr. is, please let us know. Yeah. Um, I feel like we're the only people in the world who <laughs> don't enjoy Zack Sabre Jr. Yeah, work. and here's the thing. I think, for me at least, I kind of feel like submissions are kind of special, a special art form in wrestling. Right. And it's cool that there's a guy out there that is really good or quote unquote really good at submissions because a lot of the times when he's doing submissions and his transitions, they just look very corny. Like, yeah, I don't know. To me, it just looks. That's another. Yeah. There's another cultural difference, though, because if you watch like older school British wrestling, like it's a lot of that. It's a lot of chain style wrestling and that in America is like, um, I don't know. It's just not so much. There's no, the chain wrestling isn't so involved as it is yeah. in the British culture well, I, of wrestling I, as well. I love chain wrestling. I just don't like it to look like, like corny. You know what I'm saying? They, it, it's done where it's, like it looks like when we were both kids and we had egos and didn't want to lose in a fake wrestling match. So you so, get out of the submission. Easily. Yeah. Yeah. You, you don't, you know, it realistically, just work. realistically, a man, Zack Sabre Jr.'s size should like, for example, say he's in a headlock. The way he gets out it would be like he just flips his head around, like spins his head around and gets out of it. Yeah. Right. But if it was a legit, like a legitimate headlock that somebody of strength had on you, why would a man Zack Saber Junior. size be able to get out of that? I don't know. To me, stuff like that is it. It takes away from what he's trying to make look good. It, yeah. I don't know. That's just my opinion. As I said on Twitter to someone that. <laughs> Um, but yeah, Zack Sabre, I guess one with the submission, the, uh, after that, there was another tag match that you said, talked about earlier where they kind of built up Kenta and, um, and, uh, Goto. Goto. Yeah. Then after that, the IWGP tag team championship, um, Juice Robinson and Chris Hero, man. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, As man. you said when he came out. Yeah, David um, Finley and Juice Robinson. Uh, the Gorillas of Destiny have the worst fucking streak. Uh, and Wrestle <laughs> Yeah. Interesting enough, I'm like, I really like the Gorillas of Destiny, but I've never seen them win. I don't <laughs> I, think. I don't think on any show we've ever seen. I, think the I only don't think time, they've ever won. I think the only time I've seen them win was um, the show they did in New York. I think uh, WrestleMania weekend, right? The at, at MSG the ROH oh, okay New Japan yeah, show. yeah 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 they did win that huh yeah. yeah that's the only time I've ever seen them win so. <laughs> but even that you didn't see the celebration because <laughs> yeah because it was ruined by uh, Enzo and Cass right interesting enough um, uh, Tamatanga and and Enzo have been going back and forth at each other on social media and it, it's like one of the most entertaining things to watch, but it kind of scares me because I think it's a shoot. <laughs> I'm not, I, I, or it is a shoot, I think. So, yeah, it's kind of scary. I feel scared for Enzo. Right. Because yeah. 
I feel like Tamatanga will hurt him when he sees him. So uh, maybe <laughs> I don't know, but uh, you can't Joseph really tell Finley, what's a shoot and what's uh, a work nowadays. Yeah, um, we work ourselves into shoots. So yeah, uh, that match was all right. I'm I'm not mad at it. It was cool. Um, I made a comment during during the show that I said Juice Robinson just left NXT to become Tyler Breeze. Uh, where I so disagree with you because even though there's like small similar similarities, <laughs> I think you're a hypocrite by saying that and then going against what I say about John Moxley, John Moxley, which is who we'll talk about next. Yeah, I just think you're a hypocrite when you when you'll say that about Juice, but you argue no when I make points about John Moxley. I I I'm for sure not saying that serious. Um. I was just taking a shot, a subtle shot at his uh, entrance attire for, yeah, because he didn't wear the same thing night two. No. Night one, he came out with like a police hat, those like old school police hat things, or I don't know if police still wear those, but, and it looked very you similar know, to- You police still wear hats? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know about those. He wasn't in a Sherlock Holmes cap. I think <laughs> if it was that, it would be fair to be like, I don't know if they still wear those. <laughs> uh, but he looked very similar to like fashion police stuff, so I just made a joke. Um, I have no issues with Juice Robinson. Uh, I think he's pretty good. But so after that, the IWGP United States Championship match, which, um, in all honestly honesty, um, it didn't go as I thought it would. I mean, um, I don't think it went how anybody thought it would. Yeah, because, I mean, you hear deathmatch, and then you're in Japan, you expect explosions, and you hear John Moxley, and you expect, like, glass and, like, chainsaws and stuff. But we didn't get none of that. It just felt like a regular Extreme Rules match or something along the line. Hardcore match, I guess. Yeah, and here's the thing. It wasn't even a good hardcore match, I feel like. I think it was just like, I don't know. It was, I feel like it was lazy and I'm not a big like death match guy. I will never watch a full length death match. Um, but if you're going to promote it as a death match, somebody better die. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, no, but like, it better be crazy. It better be, you know, involve stuff that isn't just stuff you would use in a hardcore match, which is what they did. They used trash cans lids that you know there's not even those kind of trash cans in japan as rocky romero said yeah um kendo sticks chairs tables that's all basic stuff that you use in a normal hardcore match and i feel like to me seeing this match and seeing that okay this is the opportunity john moxley has to be like dean ambrose is dead this is moxley this is the crazy guy everybody keeps tweeting about and like people say on twitter is crazy and prove it and he didn't prove it to me I feel like even now, or at that moment, I felt like this is just Dean Ambrose with a different name and a different attire, and there's no real difference except for people on the internet pretending there is. Yeah. And I think it was a bad match. <laughs> but I feel bad yeah. for Lance Archer, man. He's You want to talk about paper champions? Like, that's a transitional champion from, you know, just... 
I mean, the only real reason he held it was because it was vacated in the first place. Yeah, and we I mean, needed Moxley somehow, never lost it. Yeah, yeah, we needed to somehow get John Moxley versus Juice again for the title. Yeah, I mean, and and part of me also thinks maybe they didn't like push this match that far as far as like death match and stuff like that because there was still gonna be another match the next night for whoever won. So part of me says that. Part of me also says. Um, I don't know what I I don't remember what I was gonna say right now. Uh, but yeah, the, the, there's gonna be a second match the next night, and you don't want to kill the winner. Or we'll tell that to Kota Ibushi and Kazuchika Okada because <laughs> they damn that's near true. killed each other. Yeah, that's true. But <laughs> um, I don't know. I think a death match is a little bit riskier than some some stiff hits. But um, I don't know. Going towards what you were saying about uh. Moxley being the same person as Dean Ambrose. Well, I hate to break it to you, but it is the right, same right. person. No, I understand that. And it's like the same that's person. Not, you just can't use That's Dean not Ambrose. at all what I mean. That's <laughs> not at all what I mean. But when no, people no, say I know what you're on the internet like, oh, John Moxley Yeah, but is you, so different than Dean Ambrose. Yeah, probably he's John not. Moxley before he was Dean Ambrose. Yeah, but that's not what they're saying. They're saying right but now. But people right now still think that he's different than Dean Ambrose. Yes. Like they they but think they, that he's different not from any where different. he was when he was just signed. Um, I'd say no, he's not different. He's not. But he's, he's having better matches, I'll tell you that much. I think he's having better matches than um before, like the few, few months before he was leaving. The few months leading up to him leaving were good matches yeah anything no, before that i'd say else? were were not so good but i don't think him at the end of his wwe contract to now is any different no it's all the same I think there is i think i will say there's a slight slight small difference in his character just because i feel like i think he could put a little he's putting a little bit more of himself into his character now than he was able to in the wwe just like slightly i think he does have a little bit more freedom of saying what he wants as far as like just like saying curse words yeah. and stuff like that but i think that that falls in line with probably who he is he probably like nobody goes out there and tells him like hey say this when you're in the ring like i think a lot of that he's i think he's just pushing more of his personality into his character than he was before slightly what personality? <laughs> the, the lunatic fringe. Uh, I don't know. I I I would I will say that post Wrestle Kingdom on New Year's Dash, he showed a little bit more of that to me, and I yeah. can appreciate what he did on at New Year's Dash a little more. That was more John Moxley than it was Dean Ambrose. Yeah. But as far as what went on at Wrestle Kingdom, it was all the same as as his work as Dean Ambrose to me. Yeah. I, I don't know. I think it might just be the beginning. And and to to play into the fact of, oh, he's crazy and stuff. I think you got to think about how far it's how long it's been since he was doing death matches on the regular and stuff like that. I'm pretty sure you get comfortable not doing stuff like that anymore. And you're like, "Wait, why would I do any of that when I'm out here traveling the world and making money?" Like so. And I'm really hoping that he just uh, eventually is like, man, fuck AEW. Let's just stay with New Japan. Because I really like what he's done in New Japan. And I, yeah. I don't think that he's done anything of importance in AEW. So, I mean, what was the last thing he did? Attack Kenny Omega? And then what happened after that? 
Um, Nothing big enough to get my he attention. Got, he so. got face to face with the icon, Orange Cassidy. Oh, one okay. of the most wow. dangerous men in. And, and I think now they want him to join uh, Chris Jericho's faction. Like that doesn't <laughs> make sense. Like it's yeah, stupid. no, no. Um, but moving on from that, um, what what happened after the IC title match? So Moxley wins that through the table. Yeah. I think that was the cleanest table break I've seen. Uh, it was clean, Japan. but it was nasty. It because... was clean, but it was dirty because it busted yeah. um, Lance Archer's arm. Yeah, up. and it was there was quite a, a bit lot of, of blood. blood running down his arm. Um, so after that, the uh, junior heavyweight champion, which I feel like. Fucking A, dude. The junior heavyweights always go off, no matter who it is. But, like, especially Will Ospreay. You could yeah. put him in the ring with anybody, and, and you know, it, it'll be a damn good match. And yeah. I want to apologize if I ever spoke shit back in the day when his no, clips would did. surface. Because I probably did. No, I probably did. Um, I don't know. He's so fucking good, though. You're not a true wrestling fan if you never looked up um, top 20 best spots of of Will Ospreay. <laughs> Just like you're not a real wrestling fan if you haven't looked up uh top twenty GTS. Yeah. <laughs> from Kenta. From Kenta. <laughs> oh man. Yeah, this match felt really good because it was like uh Hiromu's return to the championship that um he lost in a match where he was injured. Um and it was really good and he and he you wouldn't think that this is a guy that just returned from injury. I mean, it has been a while that he's been back, but um, I mean, they had so many good spots and so much like false ideas that someone would win. And I w- I wouldn't say false finishes because I think I think a false finish to me is different than going back and forth with pins. Yeah, that is kind of different. To me, where it kind of shows like both of these guys just want to get the other guy down for long enough. That's kind of different to me than false finishes. But they had a lot of that where they would kind of go back and forth with the momentum. And I liked it. Yeah, man. Uh, The juniors are always killing it. I agree with that. Uh, I don't know. That's that's all I expected from that match. I think it's... One thing that's interesting, I have two re- uh, two Twitter accounts, one wrestling account, and then one for, like, I also do music, so that's where I do pretty much everything non-wrestling related, like music and just personal tweets or whatever. And it takes, like, something big to happen in the wrestling world to show up on my other account, uh, my main account, and that just was trending yeah, uh, on my main account. I mean, even at Twitter moments. Yeah. So that was that was pretty huge, um, and they killed it. I think something like that where when, like, something is big enough to trend on – because there's two different things. There's trends for you, yeah. and then there's trends for everyone. I, I think, think people don't people understand, understand that. Yeah. But there are two separate things. But for something in wrestling to jump from trends for you to just being a trend yeah. on Twitter, I mean, that was the only trend that night was uh Hiromu versus Will Ospreay. Yeah. I, I feel that was like the that shows the whole weekend I yeah, think. Yeah. Yeah, it was, I think. Um that lasted like the next morning. Yeah. But I think that's that shows how good of a match that was. Like people were talking about that match. Yeah. 
Yeah, it was really good. Um, so, and Hiromu able to get the title back. Yeah. Um, getting the so title good. back. Uh, I'm kind of glad he didn't have to defend it the next night. <laughs> <laughs> right. Who would have known what? Who would have known what happened? Yeah. Um, after that, the IWGP Intercontinental Championship match. Uh, Tetsuya Naito versus Switchblade Jay White. This had to be a hard one for you. <laughs> yeah, it was, it was really difficult. I was just kind of just watching as just a fan of wrestling yeah. at this point. Um, I think that's kind of the overall feeling when I'm watching uh, New Japan. It's just like it's hard for me to pick sides because there's so many people that I'm a fan of that yeah. are in New Japan and so many people that I'm like unfamiliar with going into it. But then I'm like, man. I'm amazed. Um, so, yeah, Switchblade, Jay White, and Naito killed it. Um, I really like what they're doing with Switchblade. His whole heel kind of using um, uh, Gato, right? Yeah. Yeah, using Gato to, like, always get a distraction in or get in the ring and do some crazy shit. Kind of like the cowardly heel kind of, but he's not really hiding behind anyone right. or anything. He's just kind of using Gato to an advantage to be a heel and complete opposite from, from Gato's role when he was with Okada too. Yeah. Where, where like commentators would kind of make little jabs about like, Oh, will he get involved? But he never did. And yeah. now we're really seeing that like in every match he's, he's getting, he getting involved. involved in somehow. But I feel like, Japanese managers getting involved and American managers getting involved is so completely different. More often than not, the Japanese manager gets their comeuppance right then and there. Yeah. And it doesn't really affect the match that much. Whereas in American wrestling, like it, a manager can cause a distraction to get a win or, yeah, or they'll get really heavily involved. It's mm -hmm. so completely different though. Yeah. Um, Man, I think <laughs> crazy how how long like of a storyline storyline it's been for for Naito, but it's crazy how much the fans just wanted him to win that match and then the next match the next night. Um, but I don't know that match was great. Naito got the win. He's the IC, IC champ, champ again. again. Um, I haven't seen him throw the title around. Well, they probably were like, you fucking busted our last one. Stop throwing this shit. Please. <laughs> Please. We uh, cannot get another one. Did something happen after that match? I'm trying to. Um, no. 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 All right. The IWGP Heavyweight Championship match. Uh, Kota Ibushi versus uh, Okada. Rainmaker Okada. The Rainmaker. I'm not Okada. gonna try to say his first name because it's like Kazuchika. It's easy. I can't say it. I, it was hard Kajutska. for me when we Kajutska. first started watching New Kajutska. Japan. Kazuchika. Kazuchika. There you go. Kazuchika Okada. Kazuchika Okada. Okada-san. Okada-san. What is that? Jericho what does Jericho might say? Um, from is my understanding, like I think it's like an equivalent to like Mister. Mister Okada. Okada-san. I guess. Which is what, like why it doesn't make sense for like Jericho to use that in his promos. I think he thinks maybe it's like like him being disrespectful, but it's not really. <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. It's hard it's to, just him being hard to understand. Uh, and just yeah. trying to fit in, but he doesn't. 
Right. Um, and I'm so glad we didn't have to see Jericho night one. <laughs> <laughs> oh my! But God. anyways, this match was bonkers. It was. It was so crazy. I think I'm gonna make a crazy comment right now. I think it topped anything that Okada and and uh, Kenny Omega could have done. <sighs> I think. Yeah. Kota Bushi so. is such an overall well-rounded uh, wrestler. He's got like the strength as well as the yeah. agility. It's crazy. It's crazy that this, you would think like this guy, and you see him do a flip. And in wrestling, we're so used to flippy guys being small, but yeah. then he like will deadlift anybody. It's not crazy. only that, his ability to take a bump is <laughs> his, his, his ability to concuss himself and continue yeah, to go it's on. It's ridiculous. In the match. Uh, not only that, I don't know if it's a new thing in his character. I've surely never seen it, but oh, the man. thing where he's like just has no emotion and just blanks out and he's getting smacked in the face and he really just doesn't care. And then he comes back and it starts attacking and then he's shooting. And I was just like, oh, my God, what what am I witnessing? <laughs> what are we seeing right now? Um, it uh, <laughs> It's just crazy. What? It, I almost felt like he should have won the title. I uh, <laughs> give the man the title. I don't care if he has a contract or not. Give the man the title, please. That's yeah. how I was feeling during the match. Um, I was a little disappointed though that he didn't, but I think it helped. I mean, it was all the build up to the next night. Yeah, right? it, it for Okada Naito for both titles. Yeah, you see, probably arguably the two biggest names in Japanese wrestling at the moment that have had like consistent top star value because i mean you think of you could also say jay white could also be top guy because he just had the ic title but i think it's so early in his new japan career compared to okada and naito and you also i mean there, there's so many other people that you feel like okay these are top guys too but i think that match in particular it just made sense for a big big build up yeah so yeah night but two at, did night one did did naito came out right after that match yeah he came out uh took a knee put the fist up and that i think i saw the picture of that and that yeah. shit just looks so tight <laughs> yeah uh, yeah big, he did big moment um night two Night two opens again with Jushin Thunder Liger. Yeah. And his final match. This yeah. is where it started to feel real. Like this is actually happening. We're witnessing the end of a career of a of a legend. And a world legend is what they've been saying. Right. I believe it. And, and I think he is because yeah. I think a lot of people on Twitter have been saying, like, I knew Jushin Thunder Liger before I even knew about New Japan Pro Wrestling. Yeah. Like and I think that's the case for a lot of American wrestlers where I think just watching back, you know, I was on the binge of Nitro episodes. Yeah. They had been introducing Japanese talent and telling people where they're from. These guys are from New Japan or whatever, whatever. Um, but none of them seem to really click until Jushin Liger shows up and he's he becomes this huge star even in the States, just yeah. as big as he was and is in Japan. 
Yeah, there's so much to Jushin Thunder Liger. There's the look. There's the, I mean, he's talented. He kills it in the ring. Uh, there's just so much his character. It, you look at this. It's it's interesting enough to see this this character and how he looks, and think how much charisma is behind the mask. Yeah, you, you know, you, you me if I if. I knew nothing about him, and I saw that mask and the attire. I'd be like, "Oh, this is a bad guy." <laughs> yeah, I think because, that's easy to assume. Yeah, but it, I mean, the man under the mask does such a good job at at you know body movements and body yeah. language to tell you that he has charisma and he's yeah he's you know it's like you could almost see facial expressions through the mask. Yeah, and it's, it's weird. It's, it's like it's just a static <laughs> mask with this face, but it's almost like it's a real face that you can imagine moving and yeah. giving certain so looks animated. or whatever. Yeah. Um. So yeah, it was interesting. It 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 almost. I mean, you think of. I was trying to compare it to someone in the, in that we know, in the states that wrestled and i think the closest i could think of is maybe like rick flair because rick flair worked all over the place as well so it's almost like japan's rick flair or i don't know it's he's almost hard to I, compare he's yeah i mean he's just the world's he's not comparable lighter. you yeah. will not be able to replicate or compare or mirror yeah. anything uh, anything like Jushin Thunder Liger. I mean, he's a one-of-a-kind superstar, not even in just in Japan, in the whole world. You, there's, you can't say this guy's the American Liger. It's just not possible because Jushin Thunder Liger is, is the, the American, American Liger. Liger. Yeah. You know, he's so big that so, another- wrestling fans love him. Wrestlers respect him. Yeah. I don't know. He's just huge. Yeah. Another thing I kept thinking is, like, I can't believe we live in a time where we get to witness this <laughs> yeah we get to live in a time where we can say like we watched jushin thunder liger's last yeah. match as sad as that is because even in his last match like he's fucking good still yeah like there's n- there's no inkling of him like getting rusty anywhere yeah whereas maybe you know, he could feel it we maybe he's we, like maybe maybe he's he's thinking like in a year or two i won't be this good or in, yeah and i don't know, want it to get to that yeah Whereas we're so used to guys, one more match, one, one, more, match, match, one more match, and then we get that one match and it's trash. Yeah, and we're like, but, we're mean, hold, you, but we hold on to it and make excuses. You look for at a guy like and, Goldberg that's just jacked still. Yeah, and he's older now, but the man can't. He cannot go anymore. I mean, he could barely go when he was young, but it's a whole different, yeah. whole and, different story. But. I feel like we need to learn to let go just as much as wrestlers need to learn how to let go. And I think Jushin Thunder Liger knows yeah. that he had to let go for whatever yeah. reason in his mind. Yeah. Um. So, I mean, his last match was amazing. Yeah. And it was quick, too. Yeah, it was. I it think, wasn't. You know, um, all respect to Liger. He went out on his back. Yeah. Um, Like a lot of the legends have and wanted to do, except for. Some that people may say is a legend, but you can you can say that again, brother. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, um, I mean, I think it's that's an old school mentality too of like not even just going on your back, but doing it to the 
the next in junior line. Junior heavyweight champion. Yeah. And another guy who unarguably will be a big star in the junior heavyweight division. Yeah. And that is like, even though there's there was still Hiromu being in character and like he stands over him being the victor or whatever, like there's still respect there, obviously. Yeah. For for Jushin to feel like he'll do the job to to the champ. Yeah. King of the Super Juniors, I will say, Jushin Thunder Liger. <laughs> yeah. How how perfect. To, yeah, and I need to lose I need one champ. of those shirts that they had the next night at the ceremony. <laughs> the, yeah. The the Liger shirts, man, those are fire. Um. So, that match. Um. Night two. Let me see. Where am I? Where am I? Uh, uh, after the junior that, we heavyweight, had the junior heavyweight tag, tag titles. Yeah. What a transition, right? <laughs> um. I feel like I don't, even though they won, I thought they were gonna lose. But I I feel like um, Yo and Show are are trying to build up to be in the heavyweight division. Yeah, was that who they were saying or kind? No, who was it that? No, 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 no. Uh, Osprey is also looking like he's right. Gonna yeah, go yeah. I forgot about that. Osprey's looking bigger. Yeah, and they mentioned it on. Commentary. I don't want to see him in the heavyweight division, though. I think he's he's perfect in the junior heavyweights. But imagine Osprey being able to do everything he does as a heavyweight, and yeah. the type of matches he would be able to put on for the heavyweight title. I mean, it's the possibilities are endless. Maybe, but also like I've kind of noticed in the groups, the fact factions are huge right now in Japan. Um, which I mean, is in the history of Japan isn't necessarily the case. It always hasn't always been that way. Uh-huh. But right now they're huge. Everybody's in a faction. Somehow. It, it almost feels like and, the whole roster is split in yeah, four. Almost. And a few guys who are, you know, just bouncing around in between yeah. doing their own thing. Um, but every every group kind of has their their guy for every separate thing. So they got yeah. the, the heavyweight champ tag champs. They've got the junior heavyweight tag champs. They've got the junior heavyweight guy. And then they've got their heavyweight star. Yeah. So I feel like if Osprey were to jump to the heavyweights, you need someone to replace him in chaos to be like that junior heavyweight star. True. And then and he, I don't think anybody he bump heads with Okada. Oof. Oof. Just like Jay That'd White. Be good. That'd be good. But um yeah, Yon Show looked huge one for some reason. <laughs> one thing I didn't mention though, that I mean now we're just bouncing around everywhere, right. but uh Kodobushi, I hope he turns heel soon. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just saying. <laughs> I don't think it'll happen. Because that whole like his blanking out in the matches and just Yeah, I don't know. I don't think that'll happen. Um But Yon yeah, Show get the titles Show. from uh, yeah, uh, they win. Ishimori and El Fantasmo. Yeah. Uh, the next match, which I didn't really pay attention to. Zack Sabre Jr. defeated it. Sonata. Um, all right, match. It was whatever. Um, IWGP United States Championship match. Uh, Moxley versus Juice. I I liked it. I liked the match a lot. Um, Me too. I liked it more than Dean. Oh, Dean's. Jesus Christ. That was... <laughs> An accident. <laughs> I liked it. <laughs> oh, man. I liked it more than John Moxley's match the night before, uh, <laughs> and I kind of, I kind of liked it a little more than when they faced off the first time. Yeah, I, I'd agree. I think I think 
probably it, it felt like it meant more yeah. this time. You have you have a rematch that I don't know. To me, seeing that Juice and Finley won the match for the tag titles the night before, it felt like he closed the chapter of competing for a singles title match or title for a singles title. Now that he's a tag champ, um, kind of that might just be his division to yeah. own for a while along with Finley. But yeah, it was, it was really good. And, and it felt like um, what I got out of it was kind of like Moxley wanted to prove that the first time wasn't a fluke. Yeah. And he should have never had that title taken away from him to begin with. Right. That kind of, that's kind of what it felt like um the entire weekend for for Moxley. Um but yeah, really good match. The never open weight championship match, uh Goto versus Kenta. Uh I don't know. I I I really thought at the beginning of of the match that Kenta was going to win. Me too. Um, and it just didn't go that way. No, it's kind of sad. It didn't, but it later on makes sense why, like in yeah like booking wise, but um booking wise, but I'll uh, speak on what what I kind of didn't like about the whole thing. Um, Jay White versus Kota Ibushi for, I guess third place. <laughs> yeah, it was kind of just like a bounce back moment. Like, yeah, like the whoever wins gets is still in converse, still yeah. in discussion about. Title matches. Title matches. Whoever loses, get the hell out of here. Yeah, whoever loses. <laughs> and Coda and... lost two nights in a row, dude. I mean, it, look, there's perks to having a contract when you can. <laughs> you actually win your matches. And Kota yeah. Bushi does not have a contract. I, feel, I just feel like Jay White needs at least one win more than Kota. Like, yeah, I, there's I mean, so much speculation on if Jay White is a good wrestler. Like people don't want to accept yeah, it, the fact that look, he's good. <laughs> um so you he cannot needs tell me that you enjoy like that. a Zack Saber Jr. match, but you're <laughs> questioning Jay White. Jay White. Yeah. Like Jay White is a star. The man kills it. <laughs> the man I mean Oh my God, dude. Come on now. Yeah. But I, I feel sure. like he needs wins like that more often because Wait, what's his finisher? called the what's that movie called the blade Runner? oh blade runner yeah there yeah. we go yeah i don't know why i was gonna say razor's edge <laughs> i was like why would they call it that that's gimmick infringement um oh my god no yeah but that the blade runner is the sister abigail but it, it's oh, man the guy's amazing yeah he's good and people need to realize it i feel like so I follow this girl on Twitter, and she's, like, always talking about <laughs> why doesn't anybody like Jay White and, like, am I the only Jay White fan and stuff like that. I'll tell you why. They're, we are out here. <laughs> I'll tell you why. Why? Because people are hurt that Kenny Omega is no longer in New Japan, and AW has taken the, 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 the grand prize of New Japan and, and what everybody thought was the best wrestler in the world. And New Japan was like, no, this yeah. guy's replaceable. I need you guys yeah. to realize I think, that. And I they think... they kind of just put Jay White in that position for like a minute. And whether or not he's still going to be in that position. And it might be the fact that a lot of people were mad that Kenny Omega was replaced with Jay White. I think that's why Jay White yeah. doesn't have fans. Because, because they... going back, I feel like his world title win was a little early. 
Yeah. I feel like that is exactly the point they were trying to make, though. Like, you guys all of a sudden want to not look at us because Kenny Omega isn't around. Well, he's replaceable. Yeah. Just like this. Here you go. Yeah. That's why people don't like Jay White. Not because of his in-ring talent. The guy, the guy kills it. There's, I don't think there's anyone in New Japan that's not good. Except for Zack Sabre Jr. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, man. No, I don't, I don't have that much of a problem with Zack Sabre Jr. Just right. Not my cup of tea. Yeah. And biscuits. <laughs> <laughs> but. um, So, yeah. Uh, that match was really good, though. Uh, Kodobushi and, and uh, Jay White is really good. Same thing kind of led in that match with the whole blank face thing where he just would get hit and he just turn into a monster out of nowhere and that's why i kind of feel like it's kind of a heel thing to do yeah so i mean and and especially when like i feel like more in in the match with jay white he started beating the shit out of him yeah (laughs) like when he got in that zone he was i was concerned for jay white for a second hard hits right there yeah so uh after that chris jericho and uh tanahashi the ace the ace yeah um Look, man, I really, I really don't like Chris Jericho's wrestling style in Japan. Yeah, I, think I feel it's like obvious that he switches, and I think it's a mess, and it takes away from. Interestingly enough, as bad as he looks now physically, <laughs> Jericho God. can still go. And no, like, yeah, he he's, can. He's he has the ability to, I mean, wrap up his career with great matches, and do great matches all around the world. And I think he's taken away from what he can do in Japan by doing this whole heel thing and like making a mess ringside with the tables and always taking the cam- the photographer's cameras. Yeah, and like, like it's I, cute it, the first it was, time. It was amazing know? the first time. It was fun. It was new and fresh. But I think Chris Jericho has the ability to put on great matches and he's not doing that. Yeah, I feel like I don't know what it is. Um, if he just like throws ring psychology out of the way when he's in Japan, yeah, which shouldn't be the case, because I mean he's wrestled in Japan before when he was young, and like he should understand the psychology difference between America and Japan, yeah. but it doesn't seem like he does. It, it might also be that he's catering to the 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 idea of okay, I'm the heel. I need. I need these these people love Chris Jericho. Like yeah. Japan loves Chris Jericho because he's worked in Japan before. Yeah. He's also a legend. So it's like I need to try my best to make these like make everybody in the arena hate me. Yeah, I think and, you could and, say that you but have like to do... if you're doing repeat things like the camera thing, he's doing that because he knows that people loved it. Yeah. That's so he's true. not doing it because he wants them to hate him. He's yeah. doing it because he knew people loved it the first time he did it. So it's hard to kind of see if he's doing the things he's doing for that reason to get yeah. hated by the crowd that we know going in will love him or if he's doing it because it worked last time. Yeah, know? that's true. Um, it was, it was all right. It was a shocker that he even won, though, to me at least. Because um, the whole buildup of like, oh... If, if I beat would, Jericho, yeah. I think I deserve a title match. <laughs> yeah. Like, that felt like, okay, he's probably going to win, and then they'll have a second match to in the States to get Jericho, like, the revenge or whatever, and he'll win. Yeah. You know? I, I think, but also their post-show uh, 
what is it called conference and conference things that they do uh jericho was really like vocal about creating a re- relationship between AEW and japan um and kind of if if that relationship does happen he said he spoke about giving him the match for the title um so i it possibly could be a thing in the future and if it is a thing well i mean i think we'll i'll just save my opinions on that for if it does become a thing okay um because i mean it's still still opinions that i'm kind of building on right and it's money that if it'll even happen because it seems like there's a disagreement on if they want to work with japan or not i mean for the most part to me what i will say now is it seems like AEW is scratching at any opportunity to get to get more eyes on them. But at the same time, to me, it almost feels like, then why did so many of you leave Japan to start a promotion if you still want to work with them? I don't know. Right. It's yeah. kind of, it's, it's interesting. But the main event of the night, the, the double gold dash. Yeah, man. First time. First time ever in in New Japan history. Yeah, it's crazy. The IWGP Heavyweight Championship, which I want a replica of. Oh man, I could I could find you some. <laughs> yeah, I know you could. And the IWGP Intercontinental Championship, both on the line. Both on the line. Tetsuya Naito versus Kajutsuka Okada. There you go. If it goes based on entrance gear alone, these guys are evenly matched. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Because <laughs> they both came with the fits. Yeah, man. They were dripping in charisma. And I really with- liked Okada's entrance, too, with the whole oh, yeah. projector thing in front. And then he was there. Yeah, it was, yeah really theatrical, yeah, man. Uh, but, man. That match. I thought it never... Ha- I thought it was never... That finish was never going to happen. Right. Um, it kind of mirrored their world title match a little bit um just a perfect amount while being its own separate thing because of course the stakes are a little higher it's for both titles yeah i i don't know i didn't think <laughs> i i did not actually believe that naito would win <laughs> yeah me neither when when the ref hit 3 uh-huh i looked i looked at my phone and i said what the fuck <laughs> As if I was disappointed, but it was more like just shock. Of, yeah. Like, I can't believe that just happened. It was it was crazy. Um, the the whole finish, like everything, from when Naito went up to the top corner. Uh, from there to the pinfall. Amazing. Yeah. It was, I don't know, man. It was almost like if there was a false finish there and then Okada hit a Rainmaker, that still would have been amazing. <laughs> that finished the match with that Rainmaker. Like, I don't know. It was just, it was an amazing match. Um, and Naito being double champ feels yeah. amazing. It's just such great story, man. If If you don't really know the story of Naito, I don't know what this... 
titles, but there's this guy who made this video series on YouTube, uh, kind of explaining his career and explaining why he's tranquilo and why he doesn't show love to the title. Yeah. Stuff like that. If you, if you want to understand it, you got to try to look that up. Um, just look up Naito New Japan history or something. I don't know, but uh-huh. it's really detailed and, and Oh, I know what it's called before they were famous. No, 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 no. <laughs> you know those videos? Yeah. <laughs> no, 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 no. They have all the rappers. <laughs> they have everything. Rappers, yeah. actors, YouTubers, YouTubers. everything, everything. <laughs> Or they were famous. <laughs> Tetsuya Naito. <laughs> oh, God. Um, no, that's not it. It's such a great uh, video series detailing, like, his... The characters kind of struggle to be in the main event, which is character, and it's not character, really. It is a little bit real life where yeah. he's he's offered the main event, but then they're like, no, we're going to let someone else main event instead. And his So that's kind of where the bitterness of the main event comes and the bitterness towards yeah. the titles and especially the IWGP intercontinental championship. Yeah. Um, so it's just really good. And then cause this it is the whole, like him not really caring about the IC title. Is it because it's not the main title? It is. is, what it is? It's kind of like, like he, he was expected to have a world title main event match. And then something happened where instead he was going to be facing, for the IC title and the ace was actually going to have the main event when he was supposed to have the main event. Yeah. So he's bitter towards ace. He's bitter towards Okada and, and the IC title. He doesn't like because he should have had the world title. Yeah. Um, that makes sense. And then he's still a little bitter now towards the world title, but he does. Sh- he was showing it a little bit of like side yeah, eye. Like like kind like, of like that's finally the, that's it right there. Yeah. yeah. So it's just real good storytelling of like to show that he is the main event. Yeah. He is the champ. He's the first ever double champ. Yeah. In New Japan. That's so crazy. Think we witnessed that. <laughs> <laughs> we are we were alive for that. We were alive for a lot of double champ moments. Yeah, man. You know what's interesting? Uh it feels like almost that same storyline that you're just explaining. I mean, no matter where that moment just feels good anywhere because yeah. we just had that with Kofi Kingston. It might not be as, I mean, actually it is as long of a, of a wait. I mean, you have that with Daniel Bryan. Yeah. I mean, it, it doesn't matter where that happens. You could feel that type of energy and be like, okay, th- that's why this, I mean, I think, I think the same feeling happened with Kofi Kingston. I kind of just looked at the TV and was like, what the fuck? Yeah, because you like, don't believe that it will happen because you know it's it's what we want. It's what we want, but well we as, don't like, it's what think... should happen. Yeah, but, but it's you don't not really what they're going to give us. Yeah, you don't really think it's going to happen. Yeah. Um, I think the same thing when Daniel Bryan won. I, I felt the same way, you know. it That's just such a universal story of, like, a guy deserving to be in the main event and deserving – of the title, and then he finally has it. I feel like Naito's character, though, and the way he reacts to things is way different than what we've seen. Yeah, I think it it's... I don't know. It's different, and it's good, and it's... It's, it's different because it, it feels like there was never a moment where he kept saying that he deserves more. He kind of yeah. just took everything that he was given, and was just relaxed about it tranquilo yeah, he, he was, was just tranquilo. he was fine with it and 
like you said, bitter about everything. But when he finally gets it, you kind of feel like something different happened. Yeah. Like, and I don't know. It's just crazy. And then you have the big moment that everybody's talking about after. Oh, my God. Man. Um, Kenta. <laughs> so in. earlier on when you were talking about like how for the most part when we were watching New Japan, there's no like we pretty much like everybody and yeah and i feel the same way until that moment like i love kenta yeah. as a wrestler <laughs> but i think that moment they did so good at no you're supp- you got to hate this guy right now and yeah. that was the perfect <laughs> way to do it because now oh, i man. fucking hate kenta's character. as a character yeah. i hate him for doing that obviously that's what they want yeah, yeah. and and it's just so well done because it's like I mean, even Rocky Romero's, you know, reaction on commentary. This is bullshit. Like, yeah. th- this isn't supposed to and happen. And it's so against the tradition in New Japan, right? Where for yeah, I don't it, think, like that's never happened. I don't think from what like we've watched, anybody's done that. I think it's just been closing promo, and that's it. Yeah, and it's over, and and it's an amazing night, and. So many people were complaining that they hated it, that he yeah. should have had his his moment. But I think what a lot of people don't understand is that adds more to the story. The story, yeah. I, and you you said it perfectly when we were talking about it. Um, I think it was the, the night after the show. Was you said Japan doesn't close storylines the yeah. same way? Like you you don't get to Wrestle Kingdom and it's over, and right. the next you're on to the next thing. If that were if that were the case when he won the world title it would be over you know yeah this 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 match would have never happened because he won the world title and and that's it he yeah. is but it just I think doing something where Kenta comes in and he ruins his moment like that yeah. leaves it like no this story isn't closed like we're, we're yeah we're going on with it and he still has a reason to be angry yeah or to be upset not angry because he's tranquilo but yeah. he still has a reason to <laughs> So want to wrestle Kenta now. Oh, yeah. My favorite thing yeah. is when he when he does something that's like like what did he do? Uh did he throw a chair at someone? Uh, he threw a chair at, at Gato? He did yeah. something. He did something yeah. that was like, oh my gosh, he's losing it. And then you're like, no, that's not tranquilo. <laughs> <laughs> that's my favorite line right now. When someone does something yeah. that's out of uh I mean I of, do it when Andrade does something yeah, when it's not know. tranquilo. Not but it's kind of funny though because I feel like for the most part the guys in Los Ingobernables in Japan they're not very tranquilo at all. Oh. I think Naito's the most tranquilo, but like Hiromu is is insane. He's not tranquilo. I mean, the evil. Guy, when he came back, yeah. the first thing he did was run into one of the guardrails. Yeah, by himself. He just you know, evil is not tranquilo. You know, um, yeah. Bushi be spitting in people's faces with mist that is not yeah. tranquilo. <laughs> so um but it's so good man yeah man it's the story's not closed and um i don't know man i don't know where this is going and they ju- and they next night uh new year dash that just continued yeah it, and man it was so good i feel like i feel like monday night raw after mania we kind of joke and call it the Raw after Wrestle Kingdom. Oh, that's yeah. essentially what it is, kind yeah. of. The Raw but after I feel Wrestle like the Kingdom. Raw after Mania is a lot of like 
let's celebrate what happened last night and yeah, let's the like raw take a breather Mania is only considered the raw after mania and given that yeah like, hot, because of the shit show that the fans put on yeah i feel like that's why mostly the- in recent years the fans have made a ruckus of it and they've recently had people switching brands or returning or whatever but for the most part as a show it's not usually good yeah this as a show right off of wrestle kingdom is completely opposite it's not of a let's stop right here and take a breath it's like let's yeah. get to the next page and let's do it right now yeah um part of it makes me want to just watch new japan consistently i mean i've said it before but i think 2020 new year's resolution it's it's a new decade time to switch it up dash. no more no more wwe no more <laughs> AEW. no more roh which i stopped watching a long time ago. everybody's saying no more ROH. <laughs> I, re- I was watching roh for quite some time yeah you were um, that's where you first saw jay white yeah so yeah man maybe that makes me sometimes. think maybe they have someone now that in a few years could be the next big thing i don't um, know but yeah, we are sixty-five minutes in. Let's just what what do you think was the best moment of New Year's Dash? Um, Justin Thunder Liger uh, celebration of his career, his ceremony, his retirement ceremony. Yeah. It was um, it was so different than when like a, an American star, and we're we keep saying that so different from America, but it's like we're not accustomed to that. But it's so different from like when an American wrestler retires, where like. I don't know. I feel like it was an actual celebration and a thanks to yeah. Jushin Thunder Liger, the person and the character. Yeah. Like almost thanking him for the time that he has put into the business. Yeah. I think I think a lot of people take the idea of of wrestlers and like, oh, their career. Like, oh, everything they've done in their career. And thank you for being a great wrestler and all this stuff. And I think with Justin Thunder Liger, it felt almost like thank you for contributing to yeah. everything that was built here. It was more about um like a team effort almost. Like <clears throat> I don't know. Yeah, I mean it's very different. Um King of the Super Juniors. And then you kind of see like the I'm just going to keep repeating that in the middle of sentences. Uh, you kind of see like behind the curtain where he, like his son and his wife are there. Yeah. And, like that them being the, well, supposed to be the last two people to greet him with, with the flowers or whatever that shows him being a person more yeah. than a character. Yeah. And him saying like, well, thanks to them. I hope they can put up with me now. Cause I'm yeah. going to be home like that makes yeah. him a person not that we, you don't think of him as a person but he's just yeah. such a large character yeah that uh it helps you understand the person and i feel like the whole thing with like he's getting ready to leave the ring and okada's like no no no, go back in and and everybody gets back in the ring and they throw him up in the air and then uh tanahashi <laughs> says we're all gonna sing the lyrics like i think that shows the character of the person behind the mask so much where Kind of like when Flair retires, only the guys who are close to him get to be in the ring. Yeah. And everybody else has to stand at the at the stage and clap and Yeah. 
and they're gonna cry and you and not that there was no crying here but they throw him up in the air they sing with him it's a respect as a veteran of the business as well as seeing that he never let that make anyone feel like they were less than him yeah the, he was, was an equal to them it was a unit yeah it was a it was a it was a team effort they're a team yeah they're the boys yeah as much as that's used in wrestling i feel like there's no better example than seeing that happen yeah that they're the boys and while he is respected and we'll get the bows and we'll get the respect. He's also like a friend. Yeah. Yeah. That was, I think since you said that as your moment, I'm going to agree, but I also really enjoyed the uh, altercation between Suzuki and Moxley. I think I'm really excited for that in the near future. Um, so I'm going to say that. That was my favorite moment. I forgot to mention even that Suzuki came out after the U.S. title match. Oh, yeah. That was big, too. Second night. Yeah. And knocked him clean out. <laughs> yeah. They, he got up, and he was going to fight the, 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 the young, young lions. Boys. Yeah. yeah. The young he's, boys. He's like, like, you know, like, you always hear those stories of somebody getting knocked out, and yeah. then they get back up still trying to fight. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> they don't know what happened yeah. the last whatever length of time they've been knocked out. But, yeah. I That was a good moment. It's good to see, like, then the next night, Suzuki's the one that gets knocked out. Yeah, but he's laughing at it all. Yeah. It's scary. It is a scary man. <laughs> there's, oh, man. there's a few things in life that that scare me, and one of them is Minoru Suzuki. Yeah. All right, then. Well, that's going to wrap up this episode of the podcast. So thank you for tuning in to The Foreign Object, where you can hear all things New Japan from now on. Just kidding. Um, we're in New Japan only now, podcast Yeah, now. imagine. I wish. Um, so next week we'll most likely be back on our regular WWE talk and everything else that's going on around the industry. Um, so yeah, thank you guys for tuning in. Make sure you guys subscribe to keep up to date with every episode. Make sure you follow me on Twitter at New Age Rudo. Follow my co-host at Walk with Geo, and you can follow the entire podcast at Foreign Object WP on Twitter as well. Um, and leave a review of the podcast. So that's it. Anything you want to say? Um, watch New Japan Pro Wrestling. It's good. It's yeah, nice. Now I'm gonna go back to fixing my sleeping schedule. <laughs> Peace out.